I'm Billy Hollowell, and welcome to the Prodigal Stories podcast, a show where Trey Goins Phillips and I take you through some of the most powerful stories of the day, stories of hope, transformation, and intrigue. On today's show, we welcome Anne Wilson, a new singer who is transforming the music landscape. Recently nominated for a Billboard Music Award, she is topping the charts with her God-infused music. With no further ado, let's welcome Anne to the Prodigal Stories podcast. Anne, your new album, My Jesus, is topping the charts on Billboard this week. What does that feel like? Oh, man, I'm so thankful. Um... It's been a crazy week of just seeing the response to the record, and in just one week, it goes number one on Billboard, which is crazy. So um, very, very grateful. I'm very um, just kind of, it feels very surreal and um, just like a dream come true. So very grateful. Yeah, and you know, more than one chart, more than one chart too. Yeah. I don't want to embarrass you, but it's two charts that you have. <laughs> so I just want to emphasize that. that. <laughs> yeah, and that's what I was going to ask you about is, did you ever anticipate when you started to get into music that you would have this level of success? Did you, did you realize that your music was going to resonate the way that it has? I honestly didn't. Um, when I started getting into music for the first time, um, I had, you know, kind of come out of just my childhood home, moved to Nashville, you know, kind of came out of the scene and, um, honestly didn't expect any success. I mean, my heart behind releasing my Jesus last year, the, my first single was just that I wanted it to reach people for the Lord. Didn't have any idea that it would go number one. Um, and then now to be able to release a record and for the record to go number one is very crazy. So I did not expect this. Yeah. And, and where did your, it sounds like you always had a passion for music your whole life, but you didn't perform until much later on in front of, in front of anybody, but just take us through that history with music. When did you first discover a love for it? Yeah. So I grew up in a Christian house and my parents, my dad's side of the family and my mom's side of the family, super into music. My mom grew up going to literally see Dolly Parton and Johnny Cash in concert and like was, you know, just a huge country music fan. And then my dad grew up kind of singing in the, like the church choir and stuff like that. And so when me and my siblings were really young, my mom made it like a priority and we had no choice, but we had to take piano lessons. So she was the type of thing that was like, if you're in our family, you're taking these piano lessons or, you know, we don't want to know what would happen. (laughs) So we were forced to take piano lessons our whole life, which I actually hated taking lessons. Like I had no passion for music um, when I was really young. And then as I got older, I definitely, like, I loved listening to country music and Christian music and stuff like that. But I didn't have any passion to do it, like, by myself as an artist and to sing in front of people and perform. Um, So it wasn't until my brother passed away in a car accident in 2017. Um, My older brother, Jacob, um, was killed in a car accident. And so that was kind of the moment that really changed everything for me. I remember um, just wanting to had this desire to just play at my piano and sing. And my mom overheard me singing one day and she asked me if I would be willing to sing at his funeral. And we couldn't find any cousins or anyone that sings in our family to be willing to do it. So I felt like I was supposed to sing at the funeral. So I um, did a a song at the funeral, sang at his funeral in front of 1,200 people for the first time ever. My parents had never heard me sing. And so that was kind of the moment that started everything for me. And the moment I realized that music was what I was supposed to do with my life. Hmm. Wow. Yeah, I can't. I, that's incredible to think that that was the first time that you had performed. I mean, what what was that moment like? How have you... I wanted, I guess I want to know, what, what was your faith journey before that? And then how did it 
your your brother's death and launching into a music career after that, how has that shaped or challenged your faith? Yeah, so I grew up in a Christian house, but um, I didn't really have my own faith until I was in seventh grade. Um, I, you know, I feel like a lot of us grow up in a Christian home and it's like, oh, we'll go to church on Sunday and Wednesday and do the thing. And it never felt like it, it, I just didn't enjoy going to church as a little girl. I mean, it was just something that I did because I was in in a Christian house, you know, and it wasn't until I was in seventh grade that I had kind of a real encounter with the Lord where I was like, okay, this is not my parents' faith. This is my faith. Like this is the, the direction I want my life to go in. And so, um, that I remember just falling in love with Jesus like in seventh grade and just being on fire for him. But it wasn't until my brother passed away that things really shifted in a big way. Because um, I think if you've, if you've lost a loved one, which I think all of us have in some capacity, um, but especially like a close family member, like a parent or a brother or a spouse or a child, whatever, um, I think you, you have to make this decision like immediately. For me, it was immediately. Am I going to trust God and walk this out with him or am I going to just kind of turn the other way and leave him and do this all by myself? For me, I made that decision to just trust the Lord and follow after him through this tragedy. And I think because I made that decision, um, my faith grew in really big ways and Jesus was all I had during that time. And I remember there would be so many days where I would just be so brokenhearted and I literally would feel like I couldn't even breathe like the pain was so deep in my heart and the Lord was so faithful during those times to give me what I needed to get through and and so I think now having music out is just another level of that is like I'm being able to firsthand see like all of the pain that I went through with losing my brother is now what's changing other people's lives. Like because of these songs written out of this place of losing him, other people's lives are being changed. People are being saved. People are being healed and delivered. And so I think my faith has just grown throughout the whole journey. Yeah. And you know, it's really powerful when we can look back and see how God does things. You went Mm -hmm. and you performed at probably the hardest event you ever had to be at in your life at your brother's Mm -hmm. funeral. And you had never performed in front of anybody. And there you are doing that. And out of that grows that realization that music is going to be a path that God has you on. And you sort of see later on how God uses the hard events in our lives to lead us when we trust him. And you said, you know, you, you took it upon yourself in that moment to say you were going to trust and you did mm-hmm. that. And you, I would imagine you could have never imagined that you'd be sitting here nominated for a Billboard Award, topping the charts just a few years later and and you just mm-hmm. said something that I want to and I'll let you reflect on, on everything I just said but you know when you look at that impact you're having on other people's life lives what mm-hmm. is that like to know that because of the music you've written you're bringing that same comfort to other people in their desperate times yeah i think it's the it's the sweetest feeling ever and it's i think it's bittersweet cuz obviously i hold like in one hand i'm so grateful for all god's done And the other hand, I still miss my brother. I would do anything to have him. I would trade all this to have him back. And I also hold in the hand of like, okay, well, if it wasn't for him passing away, would any of this be here? And so there's a lot, there's a lot to that. But I think, um, I'm just very grateful that God uses our testimonies to impact other people. I think that there's something really powerful about that. And I think that being able to just witness that firsthand, um, just knowing what that fresh pain felt like when he passed away up until now, which has been almost five years of being able to say like, okay, well, God didn't, God didn't waste the tears that we cried. God didn't waste the heartbreak. God didn't waste his loss, but God 
used it to impact other people's lives. And I've received so many testimonies about people saying that, um, my Jesus, um, like they were, they lost a loved one years ago and they had anger and they hated God and you know, all this, all this stuff. And then when they heard my Jesus, like they completely let go of their anger and decided to go back to the Lord and they received healing and all this incredible stuff. And so I think it's just, it's just so cool for me to kind of sit back and watch as the Lord works through my music. And, um, yeah, I would have never dreamed I'd be here today. Um, literally would have never thought that this would be reality, but I'm so grateful for all of it. Hmm. You know, you mentioned having to hold, having to juggle all of those different things and those those different emotions. And I think so many people will resonate with that because there's this knee-jerk reaction and maybe even pressure in some of Christian culture to feel happy all the time or to only talk about the really mm-hmm. good stuff. Uh, but the reality is like, if you look at the Psalms, there's so many different things and so many difficult things that David, for example, wrestles through. And it's not always... Absolutely really good. How have you, how has music maybe helped you cope personally with some of the ups and downs of your life? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, music has always been a very big part of my life. I remember being a really little girl and listening to Christian radio in the car. And even though I didn't have my own faith yet, I still like, I remember just those songs just being so impactful to me. And then especially when I became a Christian, it was just even more like a whole other level of songs music in general has so much power. And I love that God is the one that created music. Like I love that um, we as his children get to praise him through music. I think it's so amazing. And um, so I think in general, music has so much power and even songs of other genres have really impacted my life. But for me, I think getting to write like what I'm walking through and into a song, like all the struggles. I think one of my favorite things is like when I walk into a write and I've just had a really hard day or a a really hard past couple of weeks and I walk in and I'm just able to just be completely vulnerable with my co-writers and just cry or whatever I need to do to get these emotions out. And those are the songs that are the ones that made it on this record. Like those are the songs that are the realest to me and um, helped me get through so much. There's a song on the record called Closer to God. Um, That song is was like just such an incredible song for me. I wrote that this past fall in 2021. And um, I remember going into that right and just having a really heavy heart for so many things that I was walking through that day and um, in that season. And we wrote that song and then it was like, that was the, that song has been one of the most popular songs on the record because it resonates with so many people. And so I think music definitely helps me cope with loss and like being able to just write what is on my heart. And then to see how those songs impact people is just so beautiful. So this is my last question for you. I don't know if you have another one, Trey, but, but, and this is kind of a heavy question. I'm going to throw it to you. How do you define, because you're at the beginning of of this amazing journey right now. So how do you define success? When you look at success, what is it? What do you see success being for you? Yeah, I I love that question. Um, I think for me, I, I wasn't expecting success at all. Like I wasn't expecting my songs to reach people, but especially to reach other groups of people. I, I, you know, I'm a Christian artist, so my main focus is Christian, you know, music listeners, but, um, to now see that God is using these songs in the country space and, and beyond has been really interesting to me because to me, success is not about having a number one song or a number one record or, you know, playing this incredible venue or selling out stadiums. For me, in my own personal life, success is really just following God's leading and watching him 
just kind of like let him lead my life. And, and so, so far in my career, it's only been a year, but everything I've done has just really like been kind of like my hands wide open to the Lord. What do you have for me? Lead me this way. And, and so I think, I, I think living my life with like a posture of surrender has been really important for me. Um, but definitely just letting him lead my life has been the most impactful thing. And I've seen how, um, he's taken me on a journey of success. Um, and I think the world might see it as, oh, you're, you know, like a number one record is that's what success is or whatever. Um, and that is to a certain degree, but I think for me, what defines that is when I'm at a, like playing a live show and I see people weeping during my songs and I hear testimonies of how my songs have changed people's lives. Like that to me is, okay, this is success. I'm doing what God's calling me to do. I'm, you know, God's, I'm allowing God to use me to reach all these people. And I think that that's really for me as a Christian and having the faith that I do, that's really what defines success for me. You know, I have one more quick question for you, just out of my own curiosity before we wrap up. You mentioned that earlier on uh, that Johnny Cash is something you grew up hearing a lot of, Dolly Parton. Uh, and actually, the first time that I heard your music was on an Apple Music country uh, playlist. Um, oh, that's so cool. So I, yeah. So I just wanted to ask you, what are some of some artists that have inspired you as an artist? Yeah. Um, so I would definitely say Dolly Parton and Johnny Cash. Um, I remember being like really young and me and my brother would go to our farm in Kentucky and listen to those two artists in particular. Um, but there's a lot of, there's a lot of artists. I think Lauren Daigle was a huge influence for me. Um, I just loved her heart for the Lord and the, and just her voice is amazing and how she's a songwriter and, um, just so gifted. Um, Stephanie Gretzinger is, um, artist that used to be with Bethel and I love her, um, she's just an incredible songwriter. And so I've always looked up to her. Um, I love a lot of country artists. I love, um, Gabby Barrett, like Shelton, Luke Bryan, Morgan Wallen. Um, there's so many, so many good artists, but I would definitely say, um, top favorite would be Johnny Cash and Dolly Parton for sure. Yeah. Well, good. You can't go wrong with Dolly Parton no, and Johnny not Cash. At all. <laughs> so, but, and thank you so much for joining us and telling yeah, us some of your you. story and the heart behind your music. Absolutely. Thanks so much for having me. It was so good to talk to you guys. That was Ann Wilson. And now I'm joined by Trey to go through this. Man, she was she was fascinating, right? Yeah. You know, it's hard to to think that she's only what 20 years old and has lived so much life and she speaks with such maturity. And I think that's just the it's evidence of the way that God can um God can use our experiences to teach us so much about him. Uh, and she's, you know, there are two ways you can go. You can either kind of shut God out of it when you go through trauma and really difficult trials, or you can lean into it. And it seems like she's really leaned into it and has has just been exposed to so much of God's character through her life experiences, even at such a young age. Well, yeah, that's the thing. I mean, this is somebody who just, from what I understand, she just turned 20 not that long ago. When I was 20, I am fairly convinced I would not have been able to say 90% of what she said in that interview. And so, you know, it's, it's interesting to me that somebody would make it all the way to, I think she was 16 or 17 when her brother passed away in a car accident, that she would make it to that age in a musical family. And she had never sang from what right. she said for her parents before. Right. So she, she attends that funeral for her brother, arguably the worst moment in her life, I would imagine. And you know, she she decides to perform and sing in front of everybody for the first time. And the fact that that was the moment they heard her 
And now we're all hearing her just a couple of years later. She's blowing up everywhere. It just, there's so many things to say there about how God uses events that happen in our lives, even terrible events for good. Yeah. I mean, that's a perfect picture, I think, of how God can use tragedy and like the scripture that says that he'll work all things together for the good of those who love him. I think that's just a, you couldn't ask for a more poignant example of that scripture kind of lived out in, in somebody's life. Um, but yeah, I think the most impactful part of that conversation that we had with Anne for me was talking about how she's holding the difficult stuff in one hand and holding the good stuff in the other and trying to find a way um, to put them together and realizing that had her brother not died, she obviously would not have sang at her his, his funeral, uh, and she may not be where she is today as as a, a burgeoning Christian artist who even has crossover appeal already. I mean, I told her the first time I heard her, uh, music was actually on an Apple Music country playlist. Um, so, you know, to, to think that she might not be where she is, had all of this stuff not transpired, but of course she would trade all of it in a heartbeat to have her brother back, but still realizing that God took this absolutely unbelievable, unthinkable tragedy and is using it for his glory and for her betterment. Yeah, no. And, and I think, um, yeah, that's so powerful and so true. And you think of our own lives. I mean, I've had these things happen where something horrific unfolds or something difficult, and you can't see through the fog in the moment of it. And I'm sure while she was standing there at that funeral, singing for the first time at her brother's you know, funeral, I just can't even emphasize that enough, had no idea that she would be doing these interviews and topping charts and you know, being nominated for Billboard Awards just a couple of years later after having never performed. And so I think about my own life, the times where I can look back now and say, wow, God really used that event to happen. Not that he made an event happen, but wow, he really used it um, to happen and, and gave, and gave me something I never could have imagined because of it. Yeah. And, you know, I think something important to, to note uh, here is that just because your story doesn't necessarily look like Ann Wilson's story, uh, it doesn't end up with you becoming famous or you becoming well-known or you doing something that the world, you know, in quotes, applauds, doesn't mean that your story isn't the same and that God isn't using you in profound ways. I mean, whatever your experience is, um, if you at the end of it, at the other end of the trial, are doing everything you can to seek and to honor the Lord, and you're you know, being a, an obedient disciple in your day-to-day life, whether that's being a clerk at Walmart, or, you know, being a cashier at a, a fast food restaurant, being a corporate executive, or being a, a you know a recording artist, it doesn't matter what it is. Uh, if you're doing it to honor the Lord, uh, then your story is just as important and just as powerful. Uh, in your sphere of influence, as Ann Wilson's is, and hers, her sphere of influence just happens to be different. Um, but these stories are still powerful. I think we should see it as as an, an encouragement that God can use absolutely anything uh, to make a difference in people's lives, uh, and He uses all of our stories uh, to to positively impact the people around us. Well, yeah. And, and, you know, we're told to trust in him. Right. Yeah. And that doesn't mean I think we have to emphasize this, too. I mean, at, at the core of this story is the loss of a young man is the loss of her brother. You know, that, that doesn't always mean that, you know, there are times where our story will be over or a loved one's story will be over and we will pray and hope for a miracle that that won't 
happen, but but it sometimes does. And I think that just brings us back to the need for trust. We have no idea where God is going to take us, but we could trust that wherever he takes us is where we're meant to be when we place that trust in him. So yeah, yeah. It just it brings about so much. I don't know if you want to reflect on that at all, but that to me is an important thing to emphasize. No, absolutely. I completely agree. And you know, I think it's important to be to for all of us as Christians to look back because I think it's easy to 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 doubt God's presence in our lives or to doubt that God has a plan or that he's really sovereign in whatever that we're going through, no matter how difficult and dark that it feels. I mean, my sister went through a, a really difficult, my younger sister went through a really difficult journey with cancer a couple of years ago. And in the moment, it was hard for us as family members. And I'm certain, obviously, my parents was, was even more difficult. Um, but my sister, I can, you know, you, I can't imagine what what are you feeling in the moment when you get a diagnosis? And then when uh, things seem to be just like one thing after another is, is difficult. It's, it's easy. I'm certain to wonder where in the world is God. Um, But I've been told time and time again, and I think this is such salient advice is to look back, look at how God's been faithful in the past. He never failed you in the past. He's not going to fail you in the future. It doesn't mean that the outcome's going to look the way that you think it's going to look, but he's not going to fail you. And I think that Anne can look back at the experiences that she's been through and see to to the present day. uh, This is how God has has been faithful. So she can step out in the future and know, look, he's going to be faithful in the future because he has been in the past. And I think that's a takeaway that all of us can, um, can learn from. I love that. We're going to end on that line. He's going to be faithful. Um, We'll be back next week with another episode of the Prodigal Stories podcast. See you then.